All right, y'all. Hey, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I don't know why I'm having so many issues today, but hey, how y'all doing out there? I hope everybody's having a great week. We had a great week. And uh, yeah, man, we're here. That groove was going, though. I got caught up in the groove for a moment. I apologize, y'all. But anyway, welcome to the show. Oh, man, there's a whole lot going on. Whole lot going on, and we're going to get to it today. I got about two weeks worth of stuff to talk to y'all about, huh? Oh, my, my, my. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Oh, yeah. Plus, a couple of things came down as we was preparing for the show. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. has a little bit to do with uh, student loans and, of course, Bill Barr stepping up to the plate again. Oh, man. See, Bill's smart. Bill said, I'm going to get out of here. He can do like everybody else do. Get out of there and tell everything. But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, let me tell you, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. Cause we want to hear what's on your mind, your, your opinions, your comments, how you're thinking out there. So easiest way is just call me at three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, eight, six, two, two. Once again, that's three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, eight, six, two, two. You can email me at Eric Let's L E T S talk at gmail.com. And of course, for those listening, that's not in the chat room with East coast. I see you brother. All right. Uh, the link is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah, so those are all the ways you can hang out with me today. And I do want you to hang out with me because we got a lot to talk about. And, you know, I kind of changed it up a little bit today. I played a little bit of music first. And I think I may start doing that more often because, uh, yeah, it's easier that way, I think. <laughs> Just depending on how I'm feeling that day, I guess, that uh, when I decide to do it. All right. So anyway, for those that weren't there, you had the system and don't disturb this groove. Then we had a little country, slow motion, Sam Hunt, Ken folks. Hey, I like, the, I like that beat on that song right there. That's a bad song. Y'all check it out. Anyway, so let's get it on, man. Let's let's talk about some things that, that's been going on around here. And I, I kind of purposely... Didn't do a show last week because of so much that was going on. I want to make sure I got collected as eh, a lot as much information as I could without, you know, overloading my little tiny brain. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so as I say, we have a lot to talk about in between the normal rigmarole. You know, we 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 gonna do some talking here today, okay? And once again, as I say, talk to me, y'all. Talk to me. All right, so. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, let's see what happened since. What has happened since? Oh, yeah. The Electoral College has voted, has officially voted. And guess who won, y'all? Guess who won? Dun, 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 dun. Joe Biden came out on top once again. Now, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, just like the title of the show, uh, the show isn't it ironic? It really is. That the group of people that are actually uh, uh, complaining, that's complaining about an election being stolen, people that's going out of their way trying to steal the election, isn't that just? <laughs> okay, I mean, you did, have you ever thought? Have you even given that any thought? Think about that. They're making this big thing about somebody stealing an election, but yet they're the ones trying to steal it. And apparently, they're the only one that haven't realized it. 
or have they? Or was it even about the final outcome? Was it was it uh, underlying intention there? I think there was an underlying intention. I really do. And I think that was that um, the Trumpster needs some cash. So as long as he keep a bunch of stuff up, people keep sending their money to him, you know, he have a little cash on his way out the door. Yeah. You know, the only problem with that is some of those same boost donors, as they call them, uh, that's, that's sending money, a lot of them are asking for their money back now. As, as all these uh, court cases continue to get thrown out, and like a lot of them want their money back. I mean, we're not, not talking about no small amount of money either. These cats want their money back. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not what we signed up for. You know? <laughs> oh, isn't that the fun part about it? Huh? Isn't that fun? When you sit down and start thinking about that. And here's another thing I thought about. And it's amazing what runs through your mind when you sit here and start thinking about some things. All these court cases. Let's talk about this. All these court cases that that have been filed and rejected for one reason or the other. But the reports that are coming out about some of the errors that these lawsuits, these filings contain is, you know, you wonder. You say, now, these are highly supposedly highly educated people, attorneys, that have paralegals out the wazoo working for them. And you mean to tell me they cannot type up one single uh, lawsuit without making clerical mistakes? Let's think about that. Even coming out of the White House, let's think about that. How do how does that work? And I'm sure you have all kind of people proofreading these these papers before they're released. So how are all these things still happening? Sound like somebody's working on the inside. If you ask me, now that's just my personal opinion, uh, but that's the way I see it. It, it, it. It's one of those things where you're like, this can't be happening. These are highly trained attorneys, paralegals, but yet you, you're turning out ninth and tenth grade uh, paperwork to submit before the state and, and the U.S. Supreme Court. Appeals courts, this, this, that just doesn't jive right there. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I, I, I try to keep it, you know, 100 with you. And I know everybody, don't worry about it, Mr. Talk. He leaving office. But you have to think about this stuff, man. Think about this. It's only logical you, you, this would come to you like, wait a minute. How are they making so many mistakes? Kind of sound like a, a, a kind of sort of inside job. And I, I, I'm mentioning this because I, I'm leading up to something else here. And y'all just bear with me because <laughs> there's some interesting stuff happened. I don't know if a lot of people paid attention to it, but we're going to see if we can't bring it to your attention. But anyway, so let, let's think about that. Let's think about that. You know, that's like East Coast uh, um, having a secretary or assistant whatever they want to call them these days, and he has some paperwork to go out, and he just, you know, dictates it, da-da-da-da, she types it up, and they just send it out. Nobody proofread read it or anything. Don't sound right, does it? 
it doesn't. I know this is a chaotic administration and crazy things happen, but you have to kind of eliminate crazy from logical. Yeah. But who am I? You know, I just do this once a week. <laughs> Two times a month, I don't know. And so I, I may be in left field somewhere. And, uh, I mean, I may be. But that's the way I see this thing. I, I really do. Um, Stand on this administration because, you know, they, they have some weird stuff going on right now. Uh, The state of Texas. The state of Texas, that great place that always wants to succeed um, when something doesn't go their, their way especially the Republican way, but anyway, we'll get back to that in a minute. Um, they sued with 17 other states uh, <laughs> oh, about the election results in um, six battleground states. And they, they sued and, you know, they wanted to get the Supreme Court to rule on it and what have you. Well, the Supreme Court did something that was very interesting that really, really, I shocked them. I know it shocked the administration, but I don't think it really shocked the, the American public. I really don't. Of course, they ruled against, you know, against the motion itself. And that was, I think that was the, the shocking thing. They just were like, we're not even going to hear this. Yeah, you have a right. You have a right to submit it, but, you know, it's, we, we ain't trying to get involved in this nonsense. Now, now y'all want us to tell us what the state's supposed to do, right? Mm. But anyway, here's here's um what the um, ruling said. Texas versus Pennsylvania. The state of Texas's motion for leave to file a bill of complaint is denied for lack of standing under Article 3 of the Constitution. Texas has not demonstrated a judiciary cognizable interest in the manner in which another state conducts its elections. All other pending motions are dismissed as mute. In other words, what they're trying to tell Texas right now is, mind your own freaking business, man. How are you going to go over there and, and tell somebody else how to run their election? When the state of Texas had their own little problems anyway, and not to mention the individual that decided to file it, that the attorney general, Ken Paxson, he's up for all kind of, uh, he on, you know, investigation for all kind of stuff. But they're going to try and tell somebody else how to run their election. How their rules supposed to go? See how kind of nonsense it is. But the interest, like I said, the Supreme Court—they did a lot. They did something I don't think a lot of people expect them to do. Um, statement from Justice Alito, you know, and Clarence John Thomas joined him. It said, "In my view, we do not have discretion to deny the filing of a bill of complaint." in a case that falls within our original jurisdiction. In other words, what they say, yeah, okay, you can bring it to the Supreme Court. You know, we're not saying you can't do that. Right? It goes on to say, I would therefore grant the motion to file the bill of complaint, but would not grant other relief. And I express no view on any other issue. In other words, yeah, you can bring it to us. We ain't got to listen to it, though. You know, well, honestly, we really don't have to consider it if we don't want to. And anything else you may decide that you want to bring up to the Supreme Court relating to this here, uh, just call it an 86. 86. They're going to throw it away because we're not, we're not even trying to. 
You know, don't waste our time, don't waste the taxpayers' time, anything else in that in that realm. With this nonsense. Now, that is what the Supreme Court basically said. Of course they said it in legal garden, you know, legal jargon. But that's basically what they're saying. Don't bring this garbage up here to us. You done lost their uh, what ninety nine percent of the, the cases you have presented? Number one, because you haven't proven that there was fraud anywhere. And that, that, that's the other thing. You know, they get in front of the cameras and all these, you know, meetings they have, and they yell about fraud and this happened, that happened. But when they stand in front of the judge and the justices and start trying to make their case, they first admit there is no fraud. This is not about fraud. So what is this about then? <laughs> You know, it's not about fraud. And as all the recounts goes on and the final results come out, it's the same. Now, does that mean there's not a conspiracy or there's not a, a, a underlying current to get him out of office? Of course there is. That's how they play their little political games. What the key in, in politics I've noticed is you got to be able to help yourself. <laughs> and right now his attorneys aren't helping him. They're not. With all these mistakes and stuff. So once again, uh, now when it comes to fraud and, and and voting and stuff going wrong, yeah, it happens. It really does. It happens. You would be crazy to sit here and say, no, that never happens. No, no, no. Yeah. Even Bill Barr. Y'all know him, the attorney, well, the old attorney general, you know, because he's he stepped down. I think he stepped down or is he getting ready to step down? Either way, within next, I think if he's not, he he's getting ready in the next couple of days. But anyway, yeah. He came out and said, you know, uh, our investigation, because remember, the DOJ took over, said, yeah, we're going to investigate fraud. Everybody like, yeah, all right. You know, here comes Bill Barr to the rescue once again of the president. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Bill Barr came back and said, yeah, after our investigations, you know, we found there was fraud, but not enough to that would have overturned the results of the election. Wait a minute. How are you going to say that? You're supposed to be on my side. You're supposed to be on my side. And you're going to sit here and say that? Oh. And, of course, we know what the, what the president does when you go against with something he really, really wants you to do. Ask Pete Sessions, his first attorney general, when he recused himself from the Russia investigation, the Mueller investigation. That's how it became the Mueller investigation. He eventually found a reason to fire him. But Barr was like, look, dude, you know what? Before I let you fire me, I quit. I turn in my resignation. And basically that's what happened. But of course, you know, Mr. Twitter himself, he's going to go ahead and go on Twitter and act like he fired the man. Because he always has to say face and That's what this this election is all about. He was so sure they were, they were going to win. I got more votes than president than any sitting president. Mainly he's talking about Obama. But then again, Joe Biden got more. And more importantly, he got to 270 before you did. In fact, you didn't even get to 270. 
there and get the 240. But you want to overturn all that. But back to Barr. You know, and <laughs> Barr was talking to um, a group um, here recently. And <laughs> this is interesting. Barr said, that's why I said Barr going out with a, with a bang, man. Barr said he saw no need to tap a special counsel to investigate the claims of fraud in the presidential election. He then said it again. Trump is said to have discussed the possibility of naming Sidney Powell a proponent of election. Y'all know Sidney Powell. Yeah, she's the one talking about she was going to release the Kraken. Yeah. With all this fraud, this evidence of fraud and carrying on. And uh, yeah, that didn't happen either. All her stuff done got thrown out of court as well. Um, but anyway, president was talking about making Sidney Powell a special counsel to investigate claims of fraud. But he borrowed said that there was no basis for federal Okay, and we know they've been talking about getting the voting machines and, and running diagnostics and all that. And if I thought a special counsel at this stage was the right tool and was appropriate, I would name one. But I haven't found, uh, but I haven't and I'm not going to. Okay, name a special counsel. And he's talking about the, invest, the so-called investigation into Hunter Biden's foreign affairs now. Yeah, because, you know, we still stuck on... Uh, Hunter Biden, Ukraine, Burisma, and now they throw, they've thrown China in. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's another thing that the president is upset with Barr about because apparently this investigation started in 2018. 2018! Barr never mentioned any of it. Now, why does this upset the president? Because, of course, like the laptop thing with Hunter Biden laptop that supposedly was left in some shop and so forth and so on. Yeah. They wanted to use it during the election. And normally the way the game plan was, they probably, like they tried with the laptop. They, if this would have came out a little sooner, they probably would have tried to drop this right two weeks before the election. Because, you know, us American citizens, we are so simple. That's the last thing we're going to remember. And um, vote accordingly off the last thing we remember. Don't act like I insulted anybody because that is the case. That's the case. Um, So the president, he's upset about that with Barr as well. So Barr, like, you know what? I don't have to take this anymore. You about to leave anyway. So and nine times ten, I'm not going to be kept on. So, okay, I resign. Effective so-and-so day. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that works? But the, the, the and as we go on, you know, oh, my goodness. It, it gets even crazier because the the uh, Trumpsters or, or his base, as we like to say, they, they're out of control themselves. They're, really, they're out of control. You know, these cats are sitting there talking about they want the militia to come in. Really? They want the military to come in and then re-hold elections. Well, that was the new thing because Anthony Flynn was back in the White House, y'all, and he got pardoned by the president. He was back at the White House, you know, trying to advise the president. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can't write this this good stuff right here. 
Let's get the military. Let's get the military. And then we have elections all over again. Doesn't that sound like some third world country? Or some, you know, some country that just has a, has a dictator in charge, and that's the way they're going to do it? Doesn't that sound like that? Disenfranchising voters? And it's not just about black voters. It's about the voters, period. But let's do that. Do that. I, I, you know, and the, 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 the understanding of what are they asking for, I don't think they, they fathom the understanding or they understand. Calm down. All right. You know, for you to get to that, that far, I don't really understand, think they understand the, what they're really asking for. It sounds good when it first comes out. You ever had that thought in your mind that, you know, you have that joke in your mind and you be laughing at it in your head, and then when you say it, it just doesn't sound as good as when it was in your in your head? Yeah. I think that's some of the thoughts these cats be having. Oh, that sounds good. Giuliani. You got to know a lot of that stuff he says uh, sounds good in his head because when it comes out, it is trash. like a lot of other people but I, I, my point is you know you have to be careful what you're saying or what you're asking for texas republican party chairman alan west this guy he said that he suggests perhaps this time for law-abiding states to bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the constitution I thought that's what everybody was doing already, except for the politicians. I mean, just call me crazy, but that's what I thought. Then you got Tweety D and Tweety Dumb, Diamond and Silk. They calling for military intervention. They probably can't spell it. Military number one. (laughs) I'm serious. It's sad. It really is. It is bad, man. <laughs> what these two? What? What? Them, I'm not gonna call those individuals, them ladies, idiots. They're still black women, a little misled, misguided, but they're still black women. Um. Anyway, it says if they it went on to say if the Supreme Court can't save our republic, republic, then where is the military? Then it went on to accuse some unnamed foe. You know, everybody that voted for Biden and the Democratic Party or what have you, of attempting to overthrow the government by exploiting a pandemic and again calling for military intervention. What is wrong with these people? Overthrowing the government. <laughs> oh, the Republic. Yeah. Let's form a group of law-abiding states to bond together and form a union. Wait a minute. Isn't that what happened way back when, when, when the, all of a sudden, you know, there was a great divide in this country, the North and the South? Is that's what this black man is asking for us to go back to? See, like I tell you a lot of times, you have to pay attention to what these cats be saying, man. And yes, Alan West is a black man. Yeah, I don't know why I'm mentioning all that today. But anyway, for those that don't know, yeah. 
So the, and I guess I'm telling you this so you don't think that it's just white folks saying crazy stuff. Candace Owens, she's been quiet lately. And I guess she didn't realize she, she done ran out of steam now. But anyway, yeah, so law-abiding states to bond together and form a union states that would abide by the Constitution. <laughs> oh, Be careful what they ask for. You know, the Constitution, you know, that, that they says some things in there. Do they really want to go by that? You know, Alan West, I don't understand. He got one of the biggest military uh, posts and communities in the country, in his state. Federal troops. So what do you think is going to happen if they go and secede? you think the federal troops going to stay in Texas? No. But maybe that's what he wants, forming their own little militia, and then they can go around and, and join up with Louisiana and, uh, let's see, Georgia, Florida maybe, Alabama. You know, they get their own little section right there, and they run their own little thing. Let's see what they're not thinking about, the economic kick that that would have also. Because they get thrown away. Yeah, they get thrown away. <laughs> but of course, according to the cause, it, it can't be done anyway. Yeah, it, 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 you know, minus something really, really major. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be that bad. It, it can't happen because Congress has to approve it, number one. But, you know, that's that's where we are. Now, here's another interesting thing as well. You know, we're talking about this administration. Do y'all know, I don't know how many of you know, but President Trump actually had some members sign a loyalty letter saying they would be loyal to the president. (laughs) Now we're having our, our congressional Representatives sign a letter saying they're loyal to the president, not to the citizens, not to the USA, to the president, i.e. Donald J. Trump. Part about that whole thing, not that he asked them to do it, that some of them actually did it. They actually signed this letter of loyalty. (laughs) Oh, here's some of the notable ones. Representative Mo Brooks, Alabama. Steve King, Iowa. You know, the rest of them are like low-level, you know, senators or what have you, Republicans. You know, they don't have much juice. That that's interesting. But you know who names you didn't see on that loyalty letter? Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham. Scalise, the guy that got shot. Gantz, his name wasn't on there. So the senior members, uh, they haven't signed it. They're probably not going to sign it. 
And I'm mentioning this because if you see these names, and there's quite a few of them, don't don't think this next four years is going to be easy for anybody. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Don't think it's going to be easy because you're going to have those loyalists. Just like they kept saying Obama had his loyalists when Trump took over. It's going to be the same way. Now, I, hopefully it won't be, but uh, signs of the time say, yeah, it's not going to be, you know, it's going to happen. Now, as far as the lawsuit, once again, you had a whole lot of senators sign it, but once again, the Texas, I'm talking about the Texas lawsuit with the Supreme Court. You didn't have Mitch McConnell signing it. You didn't have Lindsey Graham signing it. So, you know, you have all this other stuff going on under under the 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 the, the, the bridge there, but you need to look in the water sometimes because uh, some stuff floating by you're not paying attention to. So we, you know, I'm gonna keep these names on file because I want to see how many of those individuals that are really gonna step up and, and, and talk some smack here during the next four years. Yeah, yeah, it's just those things right there, man. It's just you look at it, and you're like, man, come on, really, really. Uh, y'all lost your balls that much? And then once again, y'all know I always have to talk about my man Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz is such a disappointment. He really is. He, he's such a disappointment. If I was his wife, I would roll out. I would. Because uh, not only did he ask Trump to come um, um, you know, campaign with him when he was running for re-election here in Texas, um, he also went out and, and, and campaigned for President Trump. Now, this is after this man has insulted my wife, my family, my dad, talked bad about me nationally. And all of a sudden, now I'm his buddy, buddy. You know, where's your manhood, Ted Cruz? And then to put the cherry on top of the cake. He decided he wanted if if the the Texas lawsuit was um was heard by the Supreme Court, he wanted to argue it. He wanted to argue it. See, once again, that's that nonsense, man. That is that nonsense right there. But it goes to show you know the 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 effect that um it has on on these people i don't know what trump is he gets them in there waves a magic wand or throw some orange dye on them or something but it just they the nuts shrivel up and you know just ooh man they make them lose you know critical thinking skills or something i don't know i am your leader yes almighty orange one this is crazy. It is nuts. So, but that's what we're dealing with. 
And I, I like I said before, I can't, you know, thinking about it, no, no, no. I just have to, you know, okay, I'm not re, I'm not running for re-election this, this cycle. Because I can't take that. No, I'm not going to do that. Notice I didn't say go against everything he said. Because that wouldn't be in in um that wouldn't be in the best interest of the people. But nonetheless, I wouldn't be uh in any of his his meetings or anything like that unless I, it was strictly business. We wouldn't be buddy buddy. No, I don't want you campaigning for me. I just do it on my own. If I lose, I lose, or I just won't run. Now that's the way I look at it. But we all know. I'm gonna say, it. well, Mister Talk, you saying that now, but you don't know what you do. If you're in that position. Yeah, I do. I do. Because any of my soldiers will tell you when I was in, I would argue like crazy for them. You know, if it's dumb, it's dumb. I don't care what profession you're in, what you, you know, uh, what you're looking at. If it's dumb, it's dumb. And if you allow the dumbness to continue to happen, then you're dumb right along with them. Because you just created a new standard that is dumb. I'm just saying, don't get me. I mean, I'm just letting out a little steam, y'all. That's all. But that's how I see the way it's going with Ted Cruz. He sucks. President sucks. Yeah, I said it. They probably shut me down now, but I said it. Because it's true. You know, this last five, six months, besides the election, he ain't hasn't done anything. You can't let's go golfing. You go golfing and complain about you losing an election and trying to find out, find every excuse not to leave. But we know what the bottom line to that is, too. It's trying to prepare for what's going to happen once he leaves the White House with all these attorney generals coming after him, especially the state of New York. And here's another interesting tidbit. The, the, where Mary Lago is, they don't want the president coming and living down there when he leaves. Yeah. They don't want him down there. Now, they say it's based on you know, this agreement that he made back in the 70s or 80s when they built that place. But I think it's a little deeper. I don't think they want want that around them. You know, I don't. No, most people, you know, they, they, yeah, he can come live around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in Mar-a-Lago. He owned that. He, he supposedly owns that. And the people around don't want you living there. No, that goes against all business practices and thoughts, doesn't it? If you got an ex-president staying there, that means that's going to draw more business. But in this instance, business doesn't count. We do not want you living here. Go somewhere else. 
Go somewhere else. Once again, a very interesting thought process there, isn't it? <laughs> ah, yeah, it's been an interesting two weeks, man. It, it really has. Earlier I mentioned about Hunter Biden. 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 Hunter Biden. You know, he um he admitted that his taxes are under investigation by the Justice Department. Of course, apparently it's been since since 2018, he said he was just informed. Now, I'm gonna ask you this question, and I asked it when the when the um, I asked it when um, the laptop thing came out, and that was simple. Do you really care? Do you really care about what about? Do you really care? No, you don't really care. You know, it's interesting how they always want to go after other children's kids when they their own children doing you know doing even more. But you want to distract and have this other person looked at and investigated. Well, let the DOJ do their thing. It's Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is not the president. That's what they said about Ivanka. Ivanka's not the president. Why y'all worried about what she do? Why she sitting in on meetings? Her ain't not even getting a a, a a position in the administration. President's children, daughter-in-laws, all them got they got little spots in the in the administration and get paid. But you're not supposed to think about that side of it. Hey, let me be honest. If your father was the president, oh, anything near that. Just says, if you can use it to your advantage, use it to your advantage. It's going to happen. You're going to get approached. Now, that depends on your morals and your values after that. But it's going to happen. And yes, you're going to get used and manipulated sometimes. And they're doing stuff that you don't want to do. Heck, we get done. It's done like that in our everyday lives. And we're not politicians or anything. We're not thinking us. Just dealing with our normal folk we deal with on a daily basis. So what makes you think this cannot happen to politician kids? If he's making a little extra money, he's making a little extra money. The senator's making a little extra money. Nobody going after them or their kids. <laughs> I see those, those are the little things you have to think about, man, because it's just that crazy and that simple, though. We're so busy trying to find fault in everything else people are doing. You need to stop for a moment and say, okay, what if? And some of us are honest and say, yeah, there's a possibility. If I think, and you know a lot of you like that, if you thought you could get away with it, yes, you would. That high and mighty because you're not that high and mighty. <laughs> Excuse me. You're not that high and mighty. <laughs> so in the big picture, all this stuff with Hunter Biden, 
Who cares? Who cares? Not I said me. So we'll see what happens with this investigation. And see, here's another thing. I, I was trying to move on from it, but I keep getting these thoughts in my brain. Here's another thing. It makes it suspicious is, you know, if this has been going on since 2018 and original reports came out uh, when this was brought out, especially about the laptop, that not only Hunter Biden was being investigated, so was Rudy Giuliani for money laundering. See, they're not mentioning that part in it either. So, yeah. But 2018... 2020, they, 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 you know, Giuliani all of a sudden, you know, pres- supposedly um, has gets control of this laptop that belonged to Hunter Biden, and we talked about that before. Who takes a, a laptop with a lot of sensitive information on it and just leaves it at some blow by the night, check it on, and wanting to get it? Then the shop owner he gives the the laptop to somebody. That's not the owner, number one. He didn't sell it to him. See, that could be, okay, I sold it to him. I wiped it clean, da-da-da-da. But that's not what happened. And and the, the finishing is, then you have Giuliani receiving it. Giuliani, he gets it. And then blows it all out. There's all this stuff about all this information, all this uh, um, evidence, blah, 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 blah. But yet there's still no evidence of anything except for there was a laptop. We still ain't seen the laptop. He turned it into the FBI. Then, uh, of course, um, apparently the Delaware um, State Patrol has it, you know, because he turned it in, talking about endangerment of a child. Yeah, Giuliani did all this. So when you start thinking about these type of investigations and what, it just seems like payback. Anything to <laughs> upset this administration coming in. Originally, it was done to keep them from being elected, but we see that didn't work. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go after the children. Let's get the children. But if you notice, the Trump administration, they shield them kids real well. They hold public office. They hold big office, and they, they, they are shielded. You never hear anything about them unless they want it heard. You see them, but you don't hear them. You know, until the election time, of course, you had Don Jr. I mean, Don, yeah, Don Jr. and Eric. They out there talking crazy. But they get that honestly as well. So when you start hearing more about this Hunter investigation, if you hear it, you know, it'd be interesting. Bill Barr said, you know, hey, I didn't see no need for no special prosecutor, special counsel. And this all smells of revenge, as I said, because what the Democrats did to Trump. So he's trying to return the favor. Notice I said he's trying, or should I say attempting to return the favor. The only problem is it was against him, Trump, and it's against the son, Hunter. 
it kind of doesn't even out the same way, does it? Because no matter what happens, when Trump leaves office, he's going to leave as an impeached president. It's amazing how many of the Trumpsters don't realize that. It really is. Well, the Senate didn't come. No, the Senate didn't. But the House did. They impeached him. The Senate gets to hold a trial to see if he can be removed from office or charged with a crime. And, of course, they wouldn't because they were held by the Republicans. So, see, it's like a big puzzle, but once the pieces start fitting, you just shake your head like, and why do we even bother? to get involved in this nonsense because it, it it shows you more and more that it's not about the people. It's not. It's not about the people. It's not about the 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 the, the, the normal Joe citizen. Especially not in an election year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, you know, when you when you think about that stuff, man, you you have to whoo, shake your head. Now, I remember I, I mentioned earlier in the show about McConnell and all them not signing this this uh, letter pledge letter of loyalty to the president. The um the electoral college voted officially and the results came back. Even Mitch McConnell stood up on the Senate floor and acknowledged that Joe Biden was the winner. Yeah, he sure did. And that's a big step for Michigan. Mitch has said, you know, the president has all the right to explore all legal options. Now, for Mr. Stella, say, look, okay, the electoral college voted is done. And he's asking for the rest of Republicans in the Senate, sit down. Don't say anything. Let's go. And whatever it is their plan is this time around. But it's time to do that. Put this nonsense behind us. But no. You have some knuckleheads up there doing some crazy. As the young kids, they don't crazy. They are so brainwashed and retarded. Said retarded to these cats. Some of them went and had alternate electors show up at state capitals to vote just in case. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> I mean, but they want to say somebody else stole this election, but all their actions say they're the ones trying to steal it. Now, it was, well, wait till December 14th when, when the electors vote. And we accept it if they come back, you know, in Biden's favor. Well, it is now. Now the new mantra is, well, it doesn't really matter until the 6th of January when Congress certifies it. Yeah. But what they fail to realize, you got a runoff going on in Georgia for the final two Senate seat, and they're pretty much a dead heat right now. They're pretty much a dead heat. The hope is on the Republican side that a lot of the Democrats that voted in the presidential election won't go back and re-vote again for the two Democratic runners. 
And of course, on the Republican side, you don't have the, this administration or anybody else really helping them with some of the stuff they're coming out and saying. If anything, they're pissing off the base. That's why it's kind of a slow down on on the back and forth. Yeah, because they realize that they were hurting their causes again, and it plays. It, it really does play a big part if you understand how um, our houses, Congress is set up. You know, the the interesting thing is. Joe Pence, John, oh, what Joe Pence, what's that man named Pence, the vice president, Mike Pence. I don't know why I want to call him John. Mike Pence, you know, he's going to have to sit up there and say that uh, <clears throat> Joe Biden has won. Yeah. And, I, you know, that's the one thing. The president can't fire him, but I'm sure he's not going to be happy about that. But it is what it is. Even Mitch Money Mitch say, hey, let it go. Let's let's move on now. It's over. So we shall see here shortly in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We're going to see. I mean, we have nothing else but to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we rolling right along here. Hey, I'm glad y'all hanging out with me today. It's it's fun. I'm having me some fun today. I'm free. I'm free rolling here pretty much, you know, with a few notes to bring in here and there. But I'm I'm free rolling. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> and I hope you are too. Oh my goodness, because this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Mr. Talk, and we having us a party here halfway through. Sorry, I had to wet my throat there. Okay. So, Mr. McConnell is telling them don't go against this um, thing in the Congress when it comes up. Leave it alone. Of course, you have some of them hardheads, and I'm sure some of them that has pledged their loyalty to the president that still plans on standing up and objecting to the Electoral College. And once again, you know, what they do sounds good, but if push comes to shove after them objecting and what have you, Trump still is not going to be the president. Pence may stay the vice president, but Trump still wouldn't be the president. But once again, it sounds good. And I'm sure they know this. It just sounds good. They have that going through the motions right now. Because the plan for the Trump administration, for Trump himself, is to continue to, quote, unquote, run the Republican Party once he's out of office. No, he's going to be like the big Don back in, in the, mob, the mob days, where he'd be in prison and running shows, running the show out on the street. <laughs> oh, Lord. I did not say that too loud. But, yeah. So, you know, and, and that's that's basically what the, the loyalty pledge was about. And that's why all this, he continued to fight because he needs to raise this money, though. Because he has a lot of stuff coming up and he just doesn't have it. Now, for some of you all Trumpers, well, you know, he wasn't getting paid when he was in office. So, of course, he, no, he didn't have any money when he went in. <laughs> 
That's how he brainwashed all them folk. Hey, he's a master manipulator now. When it comes to the Senate and the Republican Party. But then again, why why are we even surprised? Because he did say this before. Back in what mid-80s, he said it. If he was to run, he'd run as a Republican because they believe anything. Has he not proven that <laughs> for the most part? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to move on from this. You know, I, I just had to catch up, catch y'all up in what was, what's been going on. You know, I really did. You know, there's there's so much, so much, so much happening. All right. So just before I came on the air, uh, you know, something came across my, my news feed. And uh, I found this interesting because I think this, you know, we, we care more about this here than really the, the rest of what's going on as far as president and stuff. House Democrats propose forgiving $1,000 in student debt. Up to $50,000 in student debt. Yeah, we talking about them student loans, y'all. Them student loans. <laughs> of course, they just proposed it now. Yeah. It says Americans hold over $1.7 trillion in student debt, and the Federal Reserve estimates that 31% of all U.S. adults have student loans. All while the country faces a recession and historically high unemployment. They think there's the truth there. There is a lot of folk out there with student loans. Oh, excuse me. With student loans. Now, House Democrats has proposed broadly forgiving up to $50,000 of federal debt for student borrowers. Yeah. Uh, The resolution recommends that on his first day in office, President-elect Biden use his executive authority to offer significant student debt forgiveness and also ensure that any cancellation does not result in any tax liability for federal student loan borrowers. In other words, yeah, you made that pledge. You said it. Doing your and they trying to hold them to it. They're trying to hold them to it. Woo, 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 woo. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not. Because I know a lot of people with student loans, and it's not $50,000, but it's still there. And some of the schools have gone out of business, you know, found fraudulent or what have you. So, yeah, because a lot, you know what's so interesting, though? And I think we talked about this on the show. It's such a, 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 a game that, you know, these universities whether it's online or, or freestanding universities, do the students these days, even back in the day, take the, the federal government and, and you owe this money, but the more you pay, the, you know, it seems like it still goes up because they still hitting you with interest. Interest. So, 
So, you know, when they say um, where there won't be any tax liability, that's even better. That's even better. Now, I'm sure it's more than 31% of people out there with student loans. I think those are the ones that's just actively paying it back. Because <laughs> you know what? I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot out there that's not paying it back because they can't afford to pay it back. They can't. But it's good that they are trying to hold a politician accountable for what they actually said. Besides, you know, building a wall that really didn't need to be rebuilt, but yeah, and they really didn't hold them to that because we see how far that got. But the bottom line is, this is a good thing. The House members involved the resolution involved in the resolution. See, this is where it's going to get tricky. Include representatives Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, Ahan Omar of Minnesota, Alma Adams of North Carolina, and Maxine Waters of California. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. We're going to have a problem with this. And the reason why we're going to have a problem with it, because you got two of the squad members on here. You know, they're not well liked. They're not well liked at all. Let them tell it. Let let some of them other folk tell it. You know, because they do. And then you got, as their folk call her, Auntie, Auntie Maxine or whatever. You know, Maxine Waters. Yeah, she's on there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, Maxine Waters at one point was the um, uh, chairman of one of the committees that oversee this kind of stuff. So, yeah, this is interesting, isn't it? And they, they're saying on the first day, day one, do an executive order. Don't try and send it through Congress or none of that other crap, you know, because we already know they go through in the House, but it won't go through in the Senate. And then you'd be stuck once again, and then they're trying to attach something to it that has nothing to do with student loans, but helps them out in the long run. You see, all kind of crazy. So if you're going to do it, do an executive order. It's done. It's over. Bam. Until the next, you know, people come through. And they want to redo it, but, you know, that's kind of, you know, that that's, that's not a bad idea, though. I mean, how can... You oh man, yeah. The first day, we gonna be we gonna see we gonna see. And you know with the squad involved, two of the squad members, you know the other two hanging in there somewhere too. And of course, I'm sure they're gonna bring that young lady in from um Chicago, well not Chicago, Missouri. Uh, African American woman came, you know, first time um, African American woman in Missouri. So yeah, I'm sure they're gonna bring her in as well. So this is gonna be interesting to see. Because if you know any of these ladies right here, then you got AOC. They don't don't hold. They don't hold back. No, they don't hold back, and they don't just let it slide. They're going to push. They're going to push. Hopefully, they won't have to push too hard, but they're going to push. Anyway, as I was saying, Waters is the chair of the Influential House Financial Services Committee and has previously called for Biden to counsel $50,000 of student debt. And in the big picture, $50,000 is not that bad. It's not. While this resolution cannot require the incoming Biden administration to take such action, it does add to the mounting pressure being applied to President-elect Biden to follow through on his campaign promises and pass student debt relief. 
The student debt crisis is a racial and economic justice issue, and we must finally begin to address it as such, Congresswoman Presley said in a statement. Broad-based student debt cancellation is precisely the kind of bold, high-impact policy that the broad and diverse condition coalition that elected Joe Biden and Kamala Harris expect them to deliver. Okay. So, in other words, we're going to hold their feet to the fire. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. Yes, it's going to happen. I don't know, y'all. It may and it may not, but we're going to see. They're going to have to come up with something. Now, you know, $50,000, that sounds good on top, but let's be honest. I doubt if they'll go that high, maybe twenty-five, thirty at the most. Say, okay, $30,000. We relieve $30,000. Yeah, that's not a lot, but it's something, right? It's something. It's a start. Or will it be um, income-based? Now, would that be fair if they were to make it income-based? Say, okay, if you make so much, if you make uh, $400,000, you're going to really leave, uh, do say, 125000 of student loan if you have, you know, that much. You know, if you make less than sixty thousand, up to fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, like that. I know. I ain't. You can expect it's going to be broken down. If it stays at fifty, I would be. I'd be surprised. I really would. I'd be so surprised. I may get on here and sing a song for you one day if that actually happens. Y'all gonna have to remind me now because y'all know my mind. I'll be skipping sometimes. But yeah. But anyway, um, it's it's a good stuff. It, it really is. Uh, let's see what else we got going on there. It said, according to the proposal, individuals working in schools, government, and other nonprofit settings will be automatically enrolled in this forgiveness program. Up to five years of prior national or community service will also qualify. Okay. Individuals working in schools, government, and other nonprofit settings will be automatically enrolled in this forgiveness program. Up to five years of prior national or community service will also qualify. See, that's going to have to be broken down a little bit there. I don't think that's going to sit like that. I don't. Um, in September, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Elizabeth Warren introduce a compatible Senate resolution that urges President-elect Trump to broadly cancel up to $50,000 in federal student loan. Okay, that was in September. We're in December. Now, everybody's got the total of uh, 50000 But wait a minute. And in November, Schumer reiterated his belief that Biden could pass such a policy through executive action. So there's that word again. EA, executive action. That way you ain't got to go through the the, the play play and then the, the, all the argument in, in between the two houses, you know. Well, we don't like the way it's worded here. We don't like what this includes. We don't like that you didn't include this. Blah blah blah. Boo boo boo. Uh, okay, it's just sitting here on the Senate floor now. We're not even going to try and have hearings on it. And you know that's what eventually would happen. So 
executive order, you ain't have to go through all that. It seems the thing to do anyway. It does. From Bush, Obama, and Trump. So why not? Do an executive order. <laughs> oh my. Um <laughs> Woo. Um, uh, let's see. I think this his loan forgiveness proposal and prioritizing student loan debt is really a no brainer. This uh, associate professor of e- professor of uh, economics and education at Columbia University said, especially in terms of the consequences of loan default trends that we're likely to see if nothing is done urgently on that issue. I think that has the potential to be very impactful. Yeah, me too. But let's see how far that's going to go. Yeah, let's see how far it's going to go because we know. You you already know it's going to be an argument. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. (laughs) Uh, Look. Let's be honest, this education thing in this country is is, is 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 a scam anyway. It is. You know, used to you know, back in my day they tell you go to school for four years. Okay, four years, you're done. That was four regular semesters though. That was not without going through summer school and all that other stuff. But now, in order to get out in four years, you have to go to summer school each year. Because the average college student now, if you're going just regular, you know, regular terms, you're staying five, six, seven years in school. And you're just racking up debt if you're getting loans each time. If you're not on scholarship. So, yeah. It needs to be fixed. Not to mention, you know, it, it, it's we have been pre- pre- program and condition to believe that you can only go get a good education at the big schools or in the black community, you know, HBCUs. You have to go to a certain HBCU, what have you. But I'm going to tell y'all, like, my thought process is, you go, you get your child, right? And if you they're not on scholarship, you know, be, having their way sort of paid through, and you have to pay out your pocket, now, my advice, and this is just my advice and my opinion, is you send your child to community college for the first couple of years so they can get all that basic course nonsense out the way. Just get it out the way. Because half of the, the, the six six years that they spent at the big university is spent doing little basic stuff. You no, know, algebra one, algebra two, college algebra, statistics. College English, college literature. Uh, and, you know, the crazy part about it when it says college literature and college, you look at it like, hey, wait a minute. Didn't I do that in high school? What, what's so college about it? You know, and all the difference is, is they have to pay this instructor to come in and tell you how to do it if you had no idea. So they charge you all this money for that, for them to do it. When you take have your child go right down into the community college, you know, yeah, I know some of y'all want them out your house, <laughs> but you can deal if they go to school, you can deal with that for a couple of years, I'm sure. 
You did it for 18, 19 years, so you're all right. Just had to get a job and, you know, pay you a little something, something on the side. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, yeah, uh, yeah, have them go and do, do those courses there. So by the time they're ready to go to the bigger universities, they have all the basic stuff out the way. You know, they have all the basic stuff out the way. That way, they just go in and start taking the the classes that that counts toward their majors. And make sure, you know, before they get started on this journey, they they know what they, you know, kind of sort of what direction they want to go. And what schools accept credits from the, the, the community college that they're going with. They're going to. See, and that's the other big rules, this thing, this education thing, cause when it comes to college, or as they say overseas, university, is they have you take all this crap, and then when you try and transfer over, they want you to take something else because this this subject hit the encounter. We don't, we don't um, you know, we're not taking that as credit. That's nonsense. You know, if anything, I think we should, you know, have our congressmen and and state and national representatives look into that nonsense. Because that's what it is. It's nonsense. All this unnecessary stuff. That's how you get they get you in debt. Yeah. They get you in debt. Not to mention if you go to a university straight, straight, straight out of college, I mean, out of, out of high school, and they have a big, you know, university with a top-notch football team and the basketball team bringing in revenue, and yeah, then they're breaking your pockets. I'm just putting it out there, y'all. But going back to the student loan forgiveness, yeah, fifty thousand dollars is a good. I think that's a good start. For a lot of students, it'll be just a drop in the bucket. For others, take care of their whole complete debt, student loan debt. Yeah. So we'll just we we'll see. <laughs> we will see. But you know that's that's some of the stuff that we're doing. You know, I got some more to talk about, but I see Triple One been on here a long time waiting with me, and I think I may want to talk to them because they've been waiting all patiently, and we got like 38 minutes left in the show, and I think I've just been running on, running on, running on, so let's see if we can get some conversation going here today. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. You got Mr. Talk. Talk to me. What you got for me? I've been patiently waiting for a couple of years. Oh, That's my God. Oh, my God. It's Joe, y'all. Joe has shown up. Oh, my goodness. You What's know, up, I've been Eric? asking about you. Nothing. I've been asking about you. Like, Where's Joe? I ain't seen Joe. <laughs> well, I've been asking about you and to myself. I've been saying, hey, where has he been? You know, you've been off the air for a couple of years, and I noticed your show. But then I uh-huh. didn't... Um, I didn't come. I didn't know if you were on Fridays or Mondays. I actually downloaded one show, and then the usual suspect showed up, Miss Lady and me. <laughs> so that yes, kind of, of course. 
Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, man. So you don't write, you don't call, you don't let me know where you've been. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, Joe. Every Monday, usually every Monday, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, all right, usually every Monday. If I miss a Monday, you can guarantee I'll be on the next Monday. You know, lately there's been a lot of internet issues that carrying on, so I don't know. But it's on that a Monday. Was, it's been like that for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, but it has you, gotten You have an extended period where you aren't around for, like, at least a few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was yeah. something else. Oh, all <laughs> but right. anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. So what's going on, Joe? Tell me some of that good knowledge you got, because I know you've been holding it back somewhere. Talk to me. Oh, well, you know what I've learned in the past four years of having discussions about politics since Trump took over is that um, I don't really um, express my opinions as assertively as I used to because the people that I talk to tap dance around it. Unless I've got the mute button, I don't go around, um, you know, talking about politics too much anymore because people don't want to listen anyway. They don't want to admit they're wrong. So I just let let people uh, have their opinion. I've got mine, and uh, I'll just take it from there. So I disagree (laughs) with with a lot of what liberals uh, believe in, so I'll just leave it at that. Because I know if, if, if Mays are more, uh, not Miss Lady Switch, but if Mays and some, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you have still have some of the regulars coming up, then um, then there's a tap dance discussion. We never get anywhere. So I just, you know, look, you got your opinion, I got mine. You live your life, I live my life. That's it. Well, so, you know what? You know what? Interesting about that, George. You're right. But you know what? The other interesting part, regardless of that, we we managed to to. Um, Survive together, live together, one way or another. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to what I used to say a lot of times. You know, it's amazing how you get on the political side and, and you know, you you stern here, they stern there. But you get in a football game, and even though you politically don't agree, you get along because you like the same team. So where's, where's the truth in that? And which one is it? Can we survive without, you know, uh, agreeing on everything, or you know, are we just putting up a false show at, at for athletes and stuff? Do you see where the complication come in at? It makes no sense. It's more well, like you know, programming and conditioning. You know, it bothers me because uh, I've never been on Facebook. Or I was on there for like five minutes because I had to download something. But people are breaking up friendships with people who who were friended them on Facebook. They're actually breaking up relationships with actual relatives. Um, I think some people are saying um, on dating sites that, you know, you can't, um, if you're a Trump supporter, if you're an anti-Trump supporter, I don't want to hear from you. And, yeah, people can get, you know, in families, people have these rifts in families over politics. They're never going to meet the politicians. They're never going to do anything um, against the politicians, but they're going to have arguments. The best thing I say is, just like you were saying, if you have a disagreement over politics, put it aside and talk about stuff that you are, that you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you can shut up and listen, and you know you'll find out that you have more in common than you do um, with arguing. 
and, yeah. you know, that, that that's the biggest issue, thing that right there. I think, you know, when it comes to politics, nobody wants to listen. Everybody, like you said, everybody wants to, you know, give their point of view and say, I'm right, I'm right. But if you sit down and actually have a conversation like I've had with a couple of people uh-huh. and, you know, you, you realize, you know, you, you, your differences aren't so far apart as you think they are. You know, you may differ here and there, but the the bottom thing is you want what's good for the country. You want what's good for you, your family. Right. You, you understand? But mm-hmm. then you, you get into all this other nonsense that you really have no control over anyway. And as you say, Dean, you know, you break up with good friends and family over what? Over people yeah. that have shown over and over they don't care about you. That's right. Both sides don't care, Democrats nor Republicans. They don't give a crap right. about the, the normal American person. Um, but see, you've had those conversations in person. Um, I'm talking about mainly of on BTR. Oh yeah. You know, oh, forget about it. You know, and that goes with the. I'm not a conservative. I'm a libertarian. But that goes with the conservatives too. You know, you can't have a difference of opinion. Um, people, people will gang up on you, or they'll mute you, or they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll bring out arguments that don't even make sense. So. You know, I just say, you know, play on, you know, just keep on. <laughs> have your thoughts, I'll have mine. Play the support. I like that. Joe say, play on. And basically, that's what it comes to. Play on, brother. Play on, player. You know, yeah, that I. <laughs> You know, and sometimes I say, well, maybe I think differently for a lot of folks because I try and see, you know, both sides of the issue, mm. you know, but, you know, like the Hunter Biden thing. Do you really care about Hunter Biden, what he did? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Why? Okay. Why? Well, because Hunter Biden got over a million dollars a year to be on the board of Parisma. He didn't know how to speak Ukraine. He never visited Ukraine. He didn't have any experience in oil and gas with the company, and he's getting over a million dollars. And for what? And then when they find out that, you know, um, not only Burisma, but I think another company, I think he made something like a billion-dollar deal for one company because of his father. Now, people will say, well, Trump does that. Well, Trump had a business and had an international business before he became president. And according to the Emollients bill, he doesn't have to digress himself, divest himself from that particular business. Biden's son had no qualifications whatsoever to be on the board of directors of a company he never knew of until they approached him. And then all of a sudden they got uh, these nice sweetheart deals um, because of his father. That's called influence peddling. So, yeah, I do care about that. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. you made some good points, Joe. You really did. And, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, I never thought about it like that. And mm-hmm. when you put it like that, then that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, but yeah, see, Eric, I, if I said that to other people, they would come back with, yeah, but Ivanka, yeah, but Don, yeah, but Eric Trump. <laughs> and I would go, I know, I know, you know, but, ah, see, but, yeah, now, you know. See, people aren't willing to hear. Well, for example, what you said um, I didn't know about when you're talking about the loyalty pledge. If, yeah. If, if there was such a thing 
as that loyalty pledge? I'm all against it. You can't do that. You can't have people sign. That's that's what yeah. some communist countries do. You can't have that. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got the list right here in front of me, Joe. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to find it again because I think I done moved well, okay, it into well, my done. Okay, well, let's assume there's about... What you were huh? talking about, you know, 10 senators, 20 senators or whatever, signing a loyalty pledge. That's yeah. not supposed to be done. Is that a real loyalty pledge? Or, I mean, yes. is that, yes. that what the... Yes, it was on, he had a phone call uh-huh. with them, and that's what he wanted them to do, sign a loyalty. Let me find this thing. Yeah. I got to see, I I gotta see that, too, because I got to see, I gotta see an, um, a photo of that letter. Because a lot of times people like the Washington Post and New York Times, they say one thing and they misinterpret what the hell's going right. on. Right, right. But, yeah, it was it there. It says Hold in on. that letter something like a loyalty pledge or something very, very strongly resembling a loyalty pledge. And I see that. See, now that's something that you can point to. It's concrete. It's something Trump did. A lot of times yeah. people will talk about what Trump said, and I keep saying yeah, Trump sounds like an idiot. I give you that. Trump is a megalomaniac. <laughs> I give you that. I did not vote for Trump. And then I say, what did Trump do that offends you? They can't say anything that's real. You know, they keep tab down. That's why I don't. I don't even bother getting into um, you know into arguments with people. I you got your opinion. I got mine. Well, get it right. Hunter Biden. That does bother me. Also. Oh, you were talking about the laptop and how it really didn't matter, and Giuliani had it. Um, well, the FBI. No, had it I, well, well, I didn't say it didn't matter. I was just saying it, 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 it's it's uh, I, what word am I looking for here? Suspicious. Now, mm-hmm. in other words, if it would have turned showed up and somebody else would have turned it in, then okay, mm-hmm. I think it would gave a little bit more credibility to it. But mm-hmm. just that Giuliani came up with it, and then all this, the suspect and his interview that the guy gave, it just made it seem suspicious, fishy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I yeah. meant. It could have it could have been uh, fishy, uh, but you know what other people go and say? That the, the, um, the emails on the uh, server, the pictures on the server, they're all fake. That's what they say. Like yeah. he didn't have a crack pot. He didn't have a crack pipe in his mouth. The picture with him with a little girl in the bed that wasn't real. The emails where he was talking about making deals for him and his pop that wasn't real. You know all that kind of stuff. So I say, look, sometimes you have to, you know, you you have to hit somebody with a two by four to let them know that the law of gravity exists. Otherwise, they just, <laughs> you know. Eat. So I don't get into you know I don't get into deep discussions with people over politics anymore. Um, it just or even relation you know my other my other uh, ballywick was relationships you know and and women versus men and uh, how women sometimes want to make them people believe yes, they're equal. Yes. Yeah. And I had discussions <laughs> with women and they you know and I said to them would you want if your building was on fire. Would you want a um, a fire department or a platoon of nothing but five foot two, five foot three women going going to your building and trying to put out the fire and trying to drag out uh, bodies from the building, or would you want a platoon of six foot men 
And you know what the women said? No, nah, I'd rather have the women come and try to save me. <laughs> at, at that point, I just say, you win. You win. Well, well, <laughs> well Joe, with this, with this generation here, they may be right on that. <laughs> Five, and I remember I said five foot two women. I didn't say you okay. know, five okay. foot eleven, six foot women. You know who yeah. weigh a hundred, you know, two hundred pounds. I'm talking about the little dainty princesses. You know, I'm I'm your equal. You know. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but what do you want? What do you want to talk about with the Hunter Biden? Um, with the with that with that particular um, with him getting the no that 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 was basically it because oh okay I mean besides that you know really people didn't even know about Hunter Biden they knew about the other other son more than Hunter Biden until all this came out and so you know it's like okay yeah but you know they you know it, it's interesting that um if this been I just you know once again if uh-huh. if they have been investigating him since 2018. We're in 2020, you know, and, and, and like I said earlier in the show, you know, you look at some of the things that have gone on since the election as far as, you know, the mistakes being made by this administration or what have you, and you're like, you know, that's kind of look like it's an inside job a little bit, you know, to make it seem one way, but really, you know, it's like self-sabotage without making it look like it's self-sabotage. Because, you know, everybody's not as loyal as they used to be or were believed to believe. Well, yeah, the, um, the uh, Department of Justice and the FBI, to me, wasn't really on Trump's side when he got in. Because if they supposedly had this laptop and were investigating Biden, uh, for, well, they were, they've been investigating him for taxes since 2015 and 2018, I think it was about uh, the laptop or something like that. And they never mm-hmm. revealed it. They never talked about it until after the election. So there were, when they had a survey of people who had voted for Biden, something like 5% uh-huh. of them said that they wouldn't have voted for Biden if they had known about the laptop. Mm-hmm. So that can be considered, you know, voter suppression, you know, uh, if you want yeah. to take it. Yeah. So, oh, and what was I going to say? Oh, there was something about conservative. Oh, yeah, conservative arguments aren't that aren't that strong either in certain cases. So, you know, and people think I'm a conservative because it seems like I argue on the conservative side. I'm a libertarian. I don't like conservatives, and I don't like liberals. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I have to find it to you. I'll let you know. I think it was out of the Washington Post or something like that yeah, and well. a couple other places. But yeah, but is I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for it after we hang up because I want to see the letter itself. Yeah. And, but the, the, like I said though, the interesting thing was, uh-huh. you know, the leadership didn't sign on at all. Not at well, all. I, yeah. Because I, um, I, well, McDonald, he's um, you know, he's not, none of these people in the um, Lindsey Graham, McDonald, they were never Trump supporters. They acted after a while. Like they were Trump supporters, correct? Trump became correct. popular, and they wanted to get reelected, so they wanted to get on Trump's coattails. So they rode along with the tide, but they were never Trump supporters, not real Trump supporters. Mm. So it's exactly. not surprising that McConnell, you know, says to President, first off, oh, I have something that you and I can have a controversy over. Okay. To me, Biden is not the president-elect. He's a guy that um, 
until January 6th, he may or may not become the president. January 6th, Congress has to vote on um, on the Electoral College. Right. Up until January 6th, he's not officially anything. The networks do not have the power to declare him anything except a projected winner. Okay. And you're right. Once again, you're right. Can't argue with that. Just like Trump doesn't have to concede. People don't realize this, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just something that is done. Right. And and calling you know, the so-called winner until January 6th, um, president-elect, is more tradition than, like you say, you know, has any legality to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just something that, you know, they call these individuals. You know, I mean, yeah, and I happen to you think, know, what do you think? Do you think there was election fraud? I think there was so much of it, it's pathetic. You know, Joe, as I said before, um, we will be naive. To, anybody would be naive. And I'll tell you, you're naive as heck if you to sit there and say there was no voter fraud whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can say that because, yes, yes, there was some somewhere, a lot. But I don't think, see, and, and I think this is where, you know, once they start throwing in, the, you know, the legal legalities and all this where it gets mm-hmm. all confused. I don't think it was enough to turn the election. I really don't. But at the same time, yes, there was some, without a doubt. Now, the question then becomes, if there was election fraud, was some of it incidental? Was it purposely? You know, was it done by the other side? You see all the questions, the cans of worms that would open up all of a sudden? But then again, again, here here comes the kicker, though. Who really wants Nancy Pelosi to be president while they try to figure all this nonsense out? Well, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't mind being president, but AOC. Well, besides her. Yeah. <laughs> nobody else that I know of. And certainly not the squad. The squad does want. No. Uh, oh, oh and, be, <laughs> and when AOC, whoever the other one was that came out against Pelosi, she said, you know, everybody thinks the squad is powerful. I'm going to show them a thing or two. So she takes AOC, I don't know about the other one, but she takes AOC off some of the committees to let her know, I've been in Congress for over 40 years. You're just a kid, kid. No, you know place. what? <laughs> you know what, Joe? I'm glad you brought that up. I am so glad you brought that up <laughs> because I, 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 I've been meaning to say this. I've been walking around my house thinking this because I got to say it on the show. Here's the issue, people. See, we've lost sight of, of what really happened here. Okay, we got two individuals changing, you know, supposedly changing spots. Two white men that's going to be in office for maybe eight years, okay? Mm-hmm. But the American citizen actually lost this election. And why did they lose this election? And no matter who you voted for president, you didn't change any of the Senate, le- I mean, the Congress leadership. You left the same people in charge. Mm-hmm. Duh! How you expect for anything to change? You leaving the same knuckleheads in charge, so you go get the same thing you've been getting, you know, for the, for however sixteen, twenty-two years or whatever, yeah. twenty years. I I mean, so mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, except for Trump, was the only one who could have stood up to them 
But he paid the price every day. They insulted him. They lied about him. They didn't um, agree with his, uh, his his programs. He had to fight every day. But with Schumer and Pelosi and McConnell and um, and whoever else might become the minority elite, minority whip, they're still there. They run they run the Congress. The bureaucracy is there. I still believe I believe there's a deep state. I believe there's a bunch of people in there who don't give a rat's ass about the American people. They're there just to pay off the polit uh, the politicians and the lobbyists and the special interests, and we suffer. Right, I agree. You you got me. Yeah, I agree. But hold on, we got somebody that want to talk. Yeah, you oh know God, I know who it is. <laughs> I, I All right, know. Triple One, talk to me. Welcome Hello. to the show, oh, that's lady. Hello, Mister Talk. Oh, hey, how are you? I don't agree with none of those talking points that I just heard J- Joe talk about. AOC is not running anything. Nancy got lucky that she made it back to where she is. They had another Joe. The elect will take place January the 20th. The one that don't want to leave, he's he going to leave by force or he's going to leave on his own. And then when I hear people saying, um, when I hear him say that, that Joe Biden uh, is what Trump did to America. Huh? The world is going to be happy because I don't see nothing that he did. And pardoning people, you think that was great too? Pardoning cr- criminals and crooks. You think that was great, Joe? But which one? Like Flynn? All oh, by the way, them. I didn't say that Every AOC last one wanted to um, become the, the leader. AOC is not worried about uh, Nancy. AOC got her own following. And AOC, the people that put her in, in, in office, put her back there again, just like they put Nancy. Uh-huh. And if you really listen to AOC, uh, yeah. Nancy, Chuck Schumer, and all of the rest of them, them and, and Republicans, they all work together. Yeah. And they might be working against her. And then when you hear about the, this, uh, these people, I guess there's something wrong with them, thinking that uh, this election was a fraud. Oh, and you don't the, think so, huh? Because it, I don't know. It wasn't about the machines. It was about the it was about the mail-in ballots. So when they was messing with the post offices, where were y'all at? Staying very quiet. And one saying that the moving boxes and hiding boxes and shitting down and post offices. What were the people at? What were y'all at then? Okay. Whatever, man, is you're right. So I'm <laughs> saying when I hear these talking points, it's funny to me. Yeah. And then who y'all think y'all fooling? And Joe ain't going to be no, he might be a little kinder than Trump. Uh-huh. But, okay. but it's still going to be what y'all want to be there. Besides All right. Kamala Harris or whoever. Uh-huh. Or either Nance or woman, whichever way you want it. So Joe gonna be all right for y'all. Y'all ain't got to tap the country and want to uh, move to another place or okay. whatever. Just be in peace. Uh, <laughs> you can stay in these four years and find somebody else for the next four. Because what we had in there now is his lawyer for four years. If that didn't get you, something wrong with you. Mm. Okay. And he's still talking. What's his name? What was the law? What's the lawyer name that's been in lawyer for ten years? Giuliani. Yeah, Juliana. No, Juliana and I hadn't been his lawyer. The one that went to prison. The one the one he won't pardon, not oh, all of them. I told you when he took office, he wasn't going to do them but five people anyway. And what did he do the whole time he was there? Okay. And what's the name? Mm-hmm. All these people. And all, these, trade, all of these un, uh, un-American people, you get somewhere and sit down without this. Wait a minute. What un-American people? What un-American people? One, to re- recount Joe Biden ain't going to become president, might not become president, and all of this stuff. Okay. So y'all gonna have but, to deal with it. Y'all dealt with but, y'all dealt with Obama. You're gonna have to deal with him too. I ain't really, what, really. 
Is but yeah, isn't that but is is that what so called freedom is. is about? The ability to uh-huh. do that? Yeah. But not going around but not going around trying to harm people. And threatening people. Yeah. And then getting people and then pardoning crooks. <laughs> you mean like General um, Flynn? Send him back yeah. to the send him back to the princess princess where he came from. And y'all can watch the show. <laughs> mm. And uh, Hunter Biden got Hunter Biden didn't run for president, not that I know of. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes everything okay. So I don't understand right. what that got to do with nothing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have anything at, to do with it, man. You're right. Yeah, because you look at that other son, but, that other one got, 45 got, what what, 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 what we going to go? Son, son-in-law, and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, mm. But, but, oh, man. Y'all look at that? Hmm? But, you know, but Joe did bring up a point. Though he could be, he could be using his dad's name, you know. And you got to think Joe was in, in the Senate for a long time. Then he became vice president. So, yeah, he has some connections somewhere. So maybe, you know, maybe. And Biden, not only Hunter, that, so did when, when Hunter Biden was on an interview, they asked him, "Would you be be where you are if your last name wasn't Biden?" He well, said, "Probably not." But they don't be where they are if their last name wasn't for somebody that was powerful or even in 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 office. So you think Biden deserves? So I don't. I say Biden. he didn't run for uh, he didn't run for president. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't vote for him because of his son. We voted people voted for him because he ran. Not, not if, if it was right. their son running and they right. came out with that. See, they didn't vote for Hillary because they didn't like her. Period. Mm-hmm. That's true. Y'all didn't get that one. Y'all didn't get <laughs> that, that one. True. Then we didn't. Do you get it? So since Joe don't understand, we didn't vote for Hillary. Well, I didn't care well, for her. I you have to understand would. too. With Hillary, with Hillary, it, it, you know, it came down to the last moment about Benghazi. Yeah, Americans weren't happy mm-hmm. about Benghazi. Benghazi, mm-hmm. and then when they threw it out there, you know, that they're reopening the investigation two weeks before the election. Yeah, that that sealed it for her. And that was the same thing that the the the, the laptop was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said. You know, the only difference was it was the sun, and you have to say it's true that, you know, the media didn't really carry a lot of it. They kind of shoved it under yeah, the did. rug a little bit. So, they carried it, and then, you know, maybe it would have. Maybe it would have. They're still yeah. trying to carry it. And the people, that's, that's a dead horse. You're like the man down in Texas. What did he do? The man down in Texas. What man in Texas, what did he do? The one in Texas, the one that um wanted to bring the lawsuit. Oh, Ken Paxton? Wasn't he oh. on Yeah, Paxton. Yeah, criminals yeah, well, he's, yeah mm-hmm. he's all he's under all kind of investigation. All kind of everything. You know, for but corruption he, and all kind of stuff. Yeah. But but the only but, thing Obama was attached to was Reverend Wright. And look at all this stuff that they are attached to and then they got the nerve to be having a having a kiss. Really? Yeah, but Obama That's didn't so even better. stand by Maze, but Obama didn't even stand by Reverend Wright. That's what he didn't stand by. I'm saying those same people was talking about Reverend Wright. He didn't commit no crime. That wasn't no crime to be uh, involved with that man. But these people, these criminals already, and, 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 and being picked up by the cops and all of this stuff, breaking the law, that's what kind of, I guess that's what kind of government they want. Criminals. Okay. <laughs> that would look like to me. Okay. <laughs> people don't file bankruptcy criminals. Okay. Those are one, all the ones he had something on is the ones that still trying to stand for him. And Ted Cruz, he needs to sit down somewhere, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, y- you know how y'all know how I feel about Ted Cruz. He's a yeah, despicable the, little thing. You know, so he's not even a man in my book. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I don't have nothing for Ted Cruz. Mhm. Uh-huh. like them. Tra- they tried to create something that already happened, but they were too dumb to get it right. When the hanging chairs came about, <laughs> they tried to make it like that again, but it ain't happening. It's over. It was by mail-in ballots. 
and you can count those. Oh, but the machine the can't. So they, they rigged the machine up. Maze, the machines didn't count. They rigged the machine up so they could win, but they, they by them winning so the machine. So doesn't that mean work. that if they rigged it up, that there's election fraud? Yeah, it was rigged. Yeah. That's why a lot of people didn't go. It was rigged. Look, That's why a lot of people didn't go and uh, uh, go that way. That's oh, what I was about man. to say. <laughs> oh boy! If they touch, if they touch the machines off, then that's fraud right there. You because, know. You see. Because the person that could explain the machine more than he could do what he was doing in the White House, I'm like, he can explain why the machine worked real good. So what was it? I and would you won't go back to none of the states where you won and recount those battles. No, no. Uh-huh. You, we just want to look know. at the ones and, where you uh, think you won and you that, didn't. That's my experience in the last four years. But that's you my opinion. Okay. okay. And All I don't right. have no talking points because I don't use those liberals and liberals and conservatives. But, but, I don't use talking points. Names these points. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? There was no fraud whatsoever. It was fraud on both sides, probably. Ah, okay. Fraud on both, yeah. Okay. All right. We don't want to look at the side, the side where we didn't, the, the loser. You don't know what happened because uh, he don't want to look at what what happened on his side. Uh huh. But I know. Uh, so where, uh, where, uh, where, uh, even in the mainstream press, where has it been said that there was fraud? I don't listen. Huh? What? Well, uh. One person said there wasn't no fraud. Even if it was something, it wasn't but a little bit. See, yeah, but you know, it's resigned. You have to. But but look, 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 Mace. You know, I say this all the time. You have to listen to how they word stuff when they say it. Yeah. Whether it's in the mainstream news or you know conservative side, they word it a certain way to give mm-hmm. you the impression that you know it's this way or this way, so you won't go outside and think, well, maybe that's not right. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That is so, especially and, true. Because yeah, they they gotta tar- Go ahead, Joe. They got to trivialize too much. Instead of just mentioning the plain fact that Trump did something or said something, they take it out of context or they give their opinion about it when it's not on the right. op-ed page. If right. you want to give an opinion, make an op-ed. Let people know it's an opinion. Don't say um, from, an anonymous, uh, from an anonymous source, Trump raged over the meeting that he had with his um, his critics inside the Oval Office. And then when you find out that there wasn't a rage, there was a disagreement, and the critics yeah, were from rage. the other side. But, <laughs> but then the Washington Post, the New York Times, has to make it seem like, um, you know, Mount Vesuvius blew up. Well, you, can't, you can't do that. Yes, Maze. You don't have to look at the rage. You can look at the stupid stuff that he writes and tweets. And you don't even have to listen to the news. Just look at the news. I've always said that Trump sounds like an idiot and is a megalomaniac. But then when you put But you aside, wanted that to be the president a second time. He is not presidential. That is absolutely <sighs> true. Well, what's your argument about then? What's your argument? I don't have an argument against him. No, I mean, like, what's your problem about it then? Oh, what's my what? What problem? You're the one with the problem. You're the no, one. No, you you're presenting the talking points, and I was listening to them. Yeah. Well, yeah. you want a maniac that just pardoning people and them five bankruptcy, had three wives, and all this stuff don't matter. But then you want to look at Hunter Biden that ain't running for nothing. Yeah. Okay, because if yeah. if Hunter Biden did something, he'll go I'd to jail. That, but that's a because who his father is. All right. All right, we got about six minutes. Hey, check this out, y'all. You know what? And I just got this this little message here. But check this out. You know what a lot of people forgot about? Remember when they did the, that tax deferment? Trump signed that tax deferment in September uh-huh. to December? You know when uh-huh. it's coming due, right? Next month. 
I wonder how the hell is that going to work? You know, how hard is that going to hurt people? A lot. Yeah, I don't think people are even thinking deferment. about that. Oh, you mean about yeah. oh, you mean about paying the April in, income taxes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He need to so come that, back. You'll need to come back and explain it when, uh, next month so we can see. Oh next yes, Maze. I, I would be glad to do that so that you can say, well, Hunter Biden. It doesn't matter with Hunter Biden, but it does matter it with uh, Ivanka. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah Ivanka then was Ivanka then was working in the, in in working uh, getting taxpayer dollars uh, uh-huh. in the White House. So whatever they, they need, they need to go to jail. They, they need to go to. to run businesses. They were not qualified because half of them wasn't even uh, qualified for the uh, job they Jared were doing. Tushner, That's why everything. Jared Kushner was not qualified to be uh, to running businesses. Jared Kushner, no, he wasn't qualified. qualified. He probably just like his daddy. I, I don't be proud to be part of him too. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the next part we're gonna see. Uh, well. Oh, and you mm-hmm. said next month. Yeah. Eric, aren't you coming back on a weekly basis? You used to do it every day. Yeah. Then Mondays yeah. and Fridays. No, I just, yeah, I just do it every Monday now. I'll be back oh, okay. next Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be here next Monday. Okay. That's, that's yeah, the last leave, show for the year. Leave your talking points with the media, though, and bring your own points. <laughs> I always bring my own. I try to me. Thank I you. try to me. I always I bring my own. Oh, Thank you. I'm talking hey, about anyway. anyway. Oh, next, man, it's so here. good to hear from you. Just yeah, but Hunter Biden is not important, so you can drop that one. <laughs> okay, man. Because oh. every time you, but Mr. Talk, you listen to them, they got to lay down and talk about something, then they bring Hunter Biden into it. Like they bring in something that we don't know and haven't heard. That's so what you think, you think Hunter, uh, you, do you think Hunter Biden deserves to be on the board of directors of Burisma? If Hunter Biden committed a crime, he's just like Jesse Jackson's son, going to jail. Like I said, tap downs all around. And if that don't happen, <laughs> y'all just keep on complaining. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. well <laughs> that's, that's a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> that's a loaded question. All right, so, you know, Joe, ain't nothing to change. You know, we, no. we got to get our last words. We got to gotta get our last words in. So go ahead, Maze, give us some last words real quick. My last word is stop walking around here fooling yourself. The election is over. Ain't nothing else happening. But January 20th, somebody going to go or either going to leave in handcuffs. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. <laughs> well, thank you, babe. <laughs> we, we hope it ain't Hunter Biden, but okay. <laughs> and also, and also, and so the cuffs are waiting for him in New York anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Mm-hmm. See you See you next Monday. All yeah, right. Come on, Joe. It's, Give me a minute, Joe. Come on. Give me something good now. All right. Well, I'm going to wish you and your family a uh, Merry Christmas. Hope 2021 um, is a better year for you. Same same to you, Maze. And I hope everybody becomes, um, you know, get, stays safe and becomes more prosperous. And um, it's good to hear you again, Eric. Um, haven't spoken to you in at least two years, I believe. Yeah, it's been a minute, Joe. It has been a yeah. minute. Yeah, I uh, thought, you know, you had gotten snowed under and a rock fell on you or something over there in Montana. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what, oh, know. what was your friend's name? I was about to say, he came over to do one of my sheep. Um, the guy that you went to uh, that was in your battalion. Oh, talking about Low? Yeah. It's a doc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, well, you know, I've been busy because I had to hide my sheep from Low. Oh, Lord. You know, I'm going to tell him you said that, too. Oh, well, great. That's I'm going to tell I, that's him what you I said need. it. To come back on again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Good hearing your voice, man. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, hopefully, I'll hear you next week, too. All right. Be good. Okay, you too. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right, man. Now, see, that that, that was that, that made it worthwhile there. I got 
Joe. You know, and I love talking to Joe because Joe thinks real sensibly. Yeah. You know, me and Joe, we'll disagree now. I don't think we agree on everything, but we'll disagree. But we can have a conversation about it. Oh, that scared me. We can have a conversation about it, not just, you know, arguing and yelling back and forth. And that's what I tell you all the time. It's about having a conversation, listening. You know, you may learn something. Quick to try and prove your point. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Anyway, we're going to get out of here, man, because we got to go bowling tonight. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for hanging out with me. I'll see y'all next Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying have a good week and a better weekend. I'll see y'all next Monday. We take you out here with some Andy Grammer and keep your head up. Later, y'all. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, I know it's hard, no, it's hard to remember sometimes, but you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, 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 hey. I got my hands in my pockets, kicking these rocks, it's kinda hard to watch this life go by, I'm buying in the skeptics, skeptics mess with the confidence in my eyes, I'm seeing all the angles, thoughts get tangled, I start to compromise, my life and my purpose, is it all worth it, am I gonna turn out fine, oh, you turn out fine. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, I know it's hard, no, it's hard to remember sometimes, but you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, 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 only rainbows after rain, the sun will always come again, and it's a circle, circling. Comes around again. I said only rainbows after rain. The sun will always come again, and it's a circle, circling around again. It comes around, but you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. I know it's hard, no, it's hard to remember sometimes, but you gotta keep your head up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 